Monday morning, and you know what that means. Streamers, welcome back to the Isolation Station of Love. This is Daz Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ. Landed the Daz Stone, kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of Disney news coming out of the house of the mouse in Orlando, Florida. We're talking Walt Disney World. Uh, hope your February is off to a great start. Mine is off to a pretty good one myself. Uh, weather is a little Actually, we got a we got a break from the rain, so two thumbs up from the Dawes on that one. But at this point in the show, I would like to bring in my co-host, my tag team partner. You know her, you love her. She is the host of her very own podcast, Adventures with Steffers. You can follow her on the socials at uh, Adventures with Steffers on most of the social platforms, but with the one exception on the Bird app. It's Steffers. Steffers, how you doing, my friend? Welcome back. Hello, it is me. I am back as your. Dude, I'm so nasally. I can hear myself <laughs> sounding so nasally. Um, but as you can tell, uh, J-Dog is is not present today because uh, apparently we're all feeling a little dookie today. Yeah, yeah. And it wouldn't yeah. be an episode of Daz Does Disney if I did not bring up poop. So. Mm-hmm. You're on brand. I'm, I'm sticking to it. Uh, I also still have not put out an episode of my own podcast, Adventures with Steffers. Um, I... Listen... Guys, let me let me just be real. Motivation's at an all-time low. You know how people have seasonal <laughs> depression? Like I have like I I don't think it's the season. I think it's just the time of year for me and it's hitting a little harder and I just you know, I just I I just want to read a book and watch anime. So I haven't posted a new episode of my pod. We'll get there though. I really I I think February might be the month. Ooh, there we go. If you heard it here first, if it's not, then I'm sorry in advance, but uh, <laughs> I just, we'll get there. We'll get there, but I'm really happy to be here because we're going to talk about some exciting things. And uh, Landon has uh, some stuff going on coming up soon, so we get to talk about that too. Yeah. So. And, 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 and by stuff, I mean, like, I got a, I got a trip down to Orlando in checks calendar like less than two weeks at this point like like i should probably start planning that out and thankfully i have people in my life like you steffers who are going to help me plan some stuff out because me and the smoking hot girlfriend we're going to get to experience something going on at universal for the very first time ever and we're going to be talking about that later on in this very episode how about that it's almost like we planned it that way or something true Mm -hmm. right right well and and i do understand you know Motivation being at an all-time low, uh, but uh, in lieu of new episodes, uh, Adventures with Stevers, you have an amazing back catalog that I would invite the lovely listeners to go check out there, uh, familiarize themselves with your format, with what you've been cranking out. So when you do start cranking out smoking hot new episodes, they're going to be ready. Oh, I can give a tease of a new episode that like I already have planned, but like minus the recording part of it but uh there might be some exciting uh hogwarts legacy uh episode coming up oh, oh really mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's 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 what we call a tease in the biz and that's all i'm gonna tell you <laughs> okay well well i look forward to checking that out because hogwarts legacy I, that's that's a game i don't know if i'm gonna be getting in on uh, between me you and this microphone um and like the internet yeah so. <laughs> wait wait do you think the internet's actually listening to this? That's 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 cute, Steffers. That's cute. But before we get to uh, what Steffers and I were teasing, and before we get to uh, the news coming out of the House of the Mouse, it's time for everybody's favorite new segment, 
It's this week in Disney history. Turn down for what? Yeah, there's that new sound drive put together. Uh, yeah. Bringing back that little jump song. Uh, this week we are looking at February 5th through the 11th. So uh, the first notable thing that happened this week in Disney history. We're looking at February 7th. On February 7th of 2008, Walt Disney World Parks and Resorts announced the creation of an American Idol attraction that will bring the television and pop culture phenomenon to life at Disney's Hollywood Studios theme park. Uh, Currently, it was slated to debut in late 2008. The attraction will allow Disney guests to experience the challenge of auditioning, the rush of performing on stage in competition, or the thrill of judging the performance in a live interactive American Idol setting. This is something I have yet to do. Steffers, um, any experience? Oh my God, with- yes. Really? Yes. I was actually sw- like swinging my hand. Y'all can't see, it's an audio podcast. I was swinging <laughs> my hand, but throwback Monday, something like that. Um, my brother actually... 2000 it had to have been before 2011 but i can't remember what year but it was pre to pre 2000 that area but my brother actually did that experience and um my fave memory with my dad is we got a little mickey uh premium bar while we were waiting for him to go the audition thing because i don't think we were actually allowed to like go in there with him like, I think it was like a you do it, and you, if you get through, then your family can join you. But yeah, I actually do have experience with that. I was like, oh, that's something like I know. Oh, that's awesome. That yes, is really also cool. uh, bring back the Sorcerer Mickey hat. That's all. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> it wouldn't be an episode of Does Does Disney if somebody didn't bring up the Sorcerer Mickey hat. It's either Jay complaining about it or I guess Steffers uh, uh, getting Being on her soapbox. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and, and wanting to bring it back um bring it back bring it back i will i was gonna say i don't now that you just said that that didn't last very long the american idol experience but neither the show's popularity also did not last but but, but that doesn't stop uh stop uh television executives from trying to revive it no uh the american idol uh that last ran in 2014 so i mean that that had an opening of late 2008 closing yeah 2014 so i mean like what six ish years which i mean if you're thinking about it i think that outlived the american idol fad i think most of pop culture and america of the american idol had moved on at that point um but i think that's awesome that you and your family have that experience how did your brother do in his audition Uh, i don't don't know (laughs) i mean i think he did fine i just don't think like he made it very far in it so 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 you're saying he didn't go to hollywood he did not go to hollywood but i think he went to pre-hollywood as they say they went he went to hollywood studios as some say okay all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine okay all right uh on february 8th of 2002 uh speaking of attractions no longer around disney world's downtown pleasure island begins its mardi gras celebration yeah, uh, we're talking uh, Pleasure Island. Yeah, that was a thing at one point, Disney. Oh, it was. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that was, uh, I guess, the precursor to Disney Springs and all all that good stuff uh, when Disney was still trying to figure out. I what, thought that uh, was a dream I had. Nice to know it wasn't a dream. <laughs> no, no. It, it, in fact, was not a dream. And Disney uh, was trying to figure out what adults could, you know, do outside of the park. And uh, Pleasure Island was their first swing or one of their first swings at that. Though I do think they're doing uh, pretty good at whatever you want to call Disney Springs. That's a fun Downtown way to Disney? do what? It's for you know how we do always MGM. It's forever downtown Disney for me. Sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Wow. Uh, Steffers is just out, he's just out here uh, wilding, as the kids. No, no. We'll never say that ever. <laughs> there, yeah, 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 yeah. We are we we are not saying that, and we are moving on to the magical year of 1986, February 9th. Uh, Magic Journeys, a 3D film shown in Epcot's Journey into Imagination Pavilion. It closes. Uh, it will reopen at the Magic Kingdom in December of 1987. Uh, this is something that I was not familiar with because, you know, I would be, uh, let me check the calendar, less than one when this thing shut down and uh, Steffers was uh, the- uh, Negative. I was in the negative. We're not, it, I wasn't it, even born, wasn't a thought. Yep. Nope. Note, uh, noted young person Steffers over there. Uh, Journey, or Magic Journeys uh, premieres as one of the opening day attractions at Epcot back in 1982 in the film looks at the world through the eyes of a child on February 9th of 2006. I threw this in here because I think it's one of the more interesting slash unique business dealings that Disney has ever been a part of. Um, the Walt Disney World Company reacquires the rights for Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Uh, they get it back from NBC Universal along with sports considerations for ESPN. Now, they did have to give up something to get the rights to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit back. What they had to give up is why I'm including this. They had to give up the rights. They practically traded football play-by-play -play analyst Al Michaels' contract to NBC. So football's Al Michaels was traded for an animated rabbit. Wow, I don't, um, <laughs> well, hmm, that's a choice, but I think Oswald just does better with Disney, so, like, not a bad choice, in my uh, my opinion, but, uh, huh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Oswald is, is very important to Disney's history, if I mean completely honest, I kind of wish Disney would do more with Oswald, uh, now that they are since they have had the rights for him for so long. Uh, and I do think in the long run, it does make more sense for the players involved where they ended up. But at the same time, if you're Al Michaels and your agent calls, hey, Al, uh, you're, 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 you're leaving the ESPN slash Disney family and you got traded for a cartoon rabbit. How do you take that? I mean, I guess as long as the, as, as, as the money's there, you really don't care. But at the same time, uh, I can't think of many instances where real life human beings are traded for animated rabbits. So uh, so that's why I wanted to include that because that happened on February 9th in 2006. And on February 9th of 2007, we're going back to Pleasure Island because Pleasure Island becomes Sweetheart Island today, tomorrow, and February 14th in honor of Valentine's Day. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, 
I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm really glad that Disney uh, Disney kind of did away with that because uh, reading Sweetheart Island makes me kind of want to throw up in my mouth. And then finally, on this week in Disney history, February the 11th, 2011, a somewhat recent-ish uh, date, I guess, in the scheme of things. Uh, Mickey's Toon Town Fair at Walt Disney World, a section in the Magic Kingdom that started as Mickey's birthday land in 1988 shuts its gates for good at the end of this date on February the 11th. The area is needed for the ongoing Fantasyland expansion project. The Barnstormer attraction is scheduled to remain, but with new name and theming, but the rest of Toontown will fade into Disney history. Um, I'm sure I experienced uh, Mickey's Toontown Fair slash birthday land at some point because, you know, uh, the Lotus and Papa Doan took me and Tyler down to Magic Kingdom when we were little ones. But I'm going to be honest, it's not ringing any bells for me. I'm looking, I'm cheating and I'm Googling, but. Uh... That's fine, Steffers. In, in, in fact, probably our listeners would would uh, would appreciate if one of us would actually, you know, look, all... look up stuff before <laughs> we did this podcast. No, I think the only thing that I remember was like walking through Minnie's house. That's, that's. I don't know what that was part of. I don't know what that even is. I don't, this doesn't look familiar to me. So we're going to go with no. We're going to go with just no. I don't think I've ever seen this before in my life. And uh, and you never will because uh, it, is, never it has will. been lost to Disney history because uh, that is this week. I wonder if I have a photo. That would that would actually that would actually actually be kind of fun uh, for you and me and Jay and the listeners to like Look go it up. yeah like like go through some old family photos of like trips to Disney and and just like 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 throw it out on social like like you know like hey check it out it's uh you know hey it's me Mario uh-huh. wrong wrong no yeah. no that is that is that, that is uh, we've yet to reach across the Universal Steppers that is coming up that no no don't apologize don't apologize but uh. Yeah, um, uh, I guess the big piece of current Disney news is all eyes big. are on the Magic Kingdom as uh, we are ever closer to Tron Light Cycle Run finally launching beginning of April. Uh, but because we are so close, that does mean that cast member previews have finally begun in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, we are within two months, and like I talked about, cast member previews have begun. Um I have a friend who wrote it. Re- really? Mm-hmm. Er- early reviews? Have uh, have you heard one way or another? Well, okay. So here's the tea, y'all. There's this tool. This this little tool. <laughs> I called it a tool. I meant to say app. There's this little <laughs> thing called TikTok. So usually I would be against watching a ride through, but I accidentally didn't like keep scrolling. So I actually watched a ride through of the full ride. Um, I will say, I'm not going to give spoilers because I don't want to, you know, ruin things for anybody. Uh, my friend did say that it was amazing. And um, the one thing that, uh, wait, Landon, actually, you were the one who said this. I'm interested on how people are managing the ride vehicles. I don't, yeah. I just heard some mixed reviews on it. And I think that's. I think that's the main, not issue. Well, I guess it is an issue, like the main concern for people. Yeah. But I heard uh, the ride was great. 
They do have like a typically most rides have like a large larger seat section. I don't know what they call it. I feel like that that's they they just have larger seats on on a specific row. And the article that you sent that I read, um, there was just a really long line for people to sit in those seats. So I'm just, I don't know. It's a little questionable for me. Yeah, well, and I mean, kind of going back on something Jan and I were talking on last week, uh, with this being a very unique ride vehicle, blog making compared it to Flight of Passage. Um, Disney had this in mind because it is a unique uh, ride vehicle and uh, Americans are, you know, uh, as a self-proclaimed chonk monster, we're kind of on the beefier side. Uh, Disney installed some, I guess, more accessible uh, vehicle rides on the back of some of the coasters. But we saw with cast member previews to get on some of these more accessible carts, like 30 plus minute waits. And this is something that Jay, I think, brought up specifically last week. Why didn't Disney install these on the back of every one of yeah, these? Yeah, that doesn't the, make sense uh, to yeah, me. Like, like, I don't understand that. And some of the reviews from cast members, we saw screenshots on... <sighs> On, I guess, uh, uh, cast members, uh, they have the ability to post on cast member exclusive uh, communication, like message boards and apps and stuff like that, talking back and forth with each other. One of them said Tron is going to be a nightmare based on the average body type of Disney guests. Uh, another one said, if you're above a size 14 in pants, you probably won't fit on Tron. Um, another one went on to say, uh, it's terribly restrictive. It's a shame they did not add more accommodation vehicles. And it sounds like they are struggling to operate slash load effectively with the few that they have. Kind of going back to what we were talking about. Why didn't Disney think to have more of these accommodation vehicles on every one of the actual coasters themselves, as opposed and to- And even I would- how many rows are on like even two rows like two yeah two rows i don't know why you wouldn't i don't know to me that just doesn't make the most sense um i'm sure cost was a factor and i'm sure there were you know some things that you know couldn't be done but i I don't like that because Disney does pride itself on being more like inclusive. Like a lot of, you know, there are a lot of different kinds of rides that people can go on. And I don't know. I think that this was a little miss for them. Uh huh. And, and especially with as long as it's taken Tron to yeah, open. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention that, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of feel like whenever you do mention Tron, there does need to be the caveat. Yeah, like this thing took forever to get open and the fact that it's yet to be open and this is just another misfire that the Tron light cycle run is going on. Um, I will say we haven't been on it so we can't really speak to the actual the reality of, of it all but I just true. feel like the cast members know the people that come you know what I'm saying and like the, I, I feel like they have a, an eye for that and if they're concerned, I'm concerned. 
That's a very fair point. Like, like cast members are the ones that are posting this and cast members are the ones that are there more often than you, more often than I, more often than all these Disney bloggers, vloggers, wannabe influencers. These are the people that go for the paycheck and actually work the dang attractions. And I do, I say it at the end of every episode, thank a cast member, but I'll borrow a line from Jeremy and Rhonda, be nice to cast members as well, because you know that particularly on this attraction, if it's already getting this stigma and it's not open, there's gonna be some high tension, high tempers when it comes to loading and unloading on Tron. Um, so uh, I know it's kind of a cliche and some people hate this, but pack your patience when it comes to Tron, especially when it opens. But uh, we are currently going through cast member previews and uh, eyebrows are a little bit raised because uh, last week I said, I feel more comfortable. I feel more confident even saying that I'm gonna be able to get on Tron light cycle run. But after seeing these reports, I, I don't know. I'm less confident and like Blog Mickey last week was comparing the ride vehicle to Flight of Passage and cast members were saying that, yeah, it's similar to Flight of Passage, but the actual ride vehicle is much smaller than Flight of Passage. So again, that raises my eyebrows at least. So I'm very curious to see once it's open to the public and you know, you know the body shape of the public. Um, <laughs> Time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, we will see what happens on April 4th. If Disney will we'll see this and be like, okay, um, we have a little bit of time. Maybe we can get more of these accessible posters, accessible seats in there. Maybe Disney can do something. But maybe, maybe we're going to look back in two months and realize this was just a blown out of proportion maybe maybe this is this is a nothing burger as some people like to say but another thing we learned about tron from the cast previews is uh this is an attraction that will operate rain shine and according to some cast members even through lightning um uh, now you know if you've ever been down to walt disney world uh rain can be kind of common in the most magical place on earth uh though lightning does kind of come with rain sometimes. Though while a bit of light rain typically won't close an attraction, heavy rain can close a ride and lightning within a set radius of the Magic Kingdom will close outdoor rides. Now, part of Tron is outdoor, it is exposed, but the reason Tron Light Cycle Run is able to keep operating rain or shine is because the attraction is considered to be, quote, undercover attraction thanks to the upload circuit canopy. The canopy completely covers the outdoor portion of the ride, which allows the ride to essentially function like an indoor ride attraction would. Uh, Blog Mickey was speaking with cast members and they likened it to the uh, Mad Tea Party attraction because it is open air, but undercover and considered sheltered from the elements. Uh, they go on but to say- does it not attract lightning? That was my thought too. I like mean, in my head, that little white, white little, little doodad looks like a lightning magnet in my head. But like, maybe I don't know stuff. I mean, like, like, like maybe you would think it. They they have like um, grounding mechanisms, so or or something to draw potential lightning away. But I mean, like, roller coasters are made of metal. And I know that metal attracts lightning. I, I, I don't know. Um, even though they say it will operate rain or shine, or in the case, lightning, 
that's 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 still gonna give me a little bit of hesitation if a little if, pause yeah yeah if if i see oh there's lightning in the, in the area and the cast member's like all right landon we got we got you one of those accessible uh seats uh you can get on tron light cycle run i'm like okay can 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 we just hang out because uh during cast member previews, I mean, there was there was a there was a pretty significant rainstorm that came through, and I mean, oh. it, it was it was it was business. Also, listen, listen here, Florida. You know, you know, <laughs> you know that water does not go straight. That ish goes sideways sometimes. Like, come yes. on. Yes. Like, uh huh. I like the rain isn't the problem for me. I think. I mean, it kind of is a problem because have y'all ever been, I know you have, like uh, most of you have, been on a ride that goes a little bit fast and then it starts raining and it literally is needles on your face? Listen, I can tolerate that, but if I have the needles on my face and the risk of like lightning potentially like hitting somewhere or a tornado hitting spaceship, like I just feel like it's not the safest thing to do. I mean, I trust Disney, but... It does. It it does look mostly covered. I just am worried. I don't know. I guess lightning can strike a building anyway. So whether it's an indoor ride or outdoor, I don't know. I'm still gonna ride it, but like, <laughs> I'll just I'll just uh, grin and bear it. And I I also fall into the to the uh, bucket of um, I am terrified of weather. So. Yes, I am one of those idiots that like runs like through rain in a storm because uh, like Florida and that's just YOLO. That's how I just grew up. It is what it is. But if I'm like stationary and I know that there's like a storm around me, I'm like, like, Ugh! I'm really, I don't know. Uh, anyway, now, now when, when, you're, when you're running through the storm, do you throw your hands up and like, like do the oh, do, do I'm no like, run? I'm like, oh, you guys can't see me because it's an audio podcast. Audio based I'm, format. Oops, pod. Yeah. I'm flailing my arms. I'm like, get out of bed. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty hilarious for me, anyway. Well, well, okay, and and I, I don't want to be a hypocrite because I did. No, famous... I'm a hypocrite. It is what it is. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I did famously say on a podcast at one point, my favorite water ride on Disney property was Expedition Everest because I was on uh, a ride of Expedition Everest with one of those uh, very famous- Monsoons. Uh, yeah, uh, Florida monsoons just opened up immediately after we left the station. And that was one of the most fun experiences I've ever had on any ride, like just whipping in and out of the mountain and being just hit by a wall of water was so awesome. That said, I I wasn't worried about lightning, which maybe yeah. I should be worried about. But but now that I've read this article, I'm gonna be worried about lightning, and you, the lovely listener, will be worried about lightning too. So, yeah. But on to happier, <laughs> happier times, and I'm gonna take over this one because it's it's my time to shine, as as some somebody says. But the show times are finally announced for my favorite and your favorite happily ever after and also Epcot forever but let's be honest that's nobody's favorite um happily ever after april 3rd to the 12th showtime will be at 9 p.m so uh you know pack pack your your caffeine because i don't i don't know nowadays i'm i'm in bed by nine 
And then Epcot Forever, April 3rd to the 12th is also at 9 p.m. Make sure to keep an eye out on the My Disney Experience app for any changes, updates, additions, questions, comments, concerns. <laughs> I'm excited for Happily Ever After. Uh, this is my, this is where I am in my brain. I obviously know that 10,000 billion people are going to be watching the return of Happily Ever After. Back Do back. I watch the, like, do I watch it or do I like really try hard to not get spoiled because I know something's going to change. It's not going to be the completely same show in my head. I feel like they're going to change something, but maybe they're not. Do I, do I, do I go in surprise whenever I end up going back? I still don't have a, a trip planned. So hmm. I just, I don't know. Thoughts from the listeners. Let me know at me. Do, do I surprise myself or do I just bite the bullet and see what happens or what happened to the show, what they've changed, how they've updated it? I know you asked the listener, but I'm always of the mindset. If you can hold out, I would wait for that first experience unspoiled because I remember I'll use myself for, uh, for an example. I remember when Mickey's runaway railway first opened and I had a trip planned down uh, to Hollywood studios to experience it. Then this little thing, I don't know if you've heard of it called COVID happened. And uh, that trip got canceled and I did not get to experience Mickey's runaway railway for over a year. And I just kept waiting, kept waiting. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, do I just, do I just watch ride through so I can see what I'm missing? I held out. I, was able to go into that attraction unspoiled. Uh, I mean, I'd seen pictures of, you know, the queue, but nothing of the ride itself. So when I finally was able to ride the Runaway Railway for the first time, I was going in fresh, unspoiled, and it was just a very fun experience. It's it's, it's one of those magical moments that Disney sells, well, you, sells you on. So I would say if you can hold out, if you can hold out, I would okay, say okay so i can but this is what i'm gonna need this is all the peace of mind i'm going to need i'm afraid that something is going to change that dorks it up what that <laughs> okay. could be i don't know but i just will need somebody to confirm that it is still the show i know and love they could have some changes but as long as like the heart you know you okay. know what i'm saying like Fantasmic, they clearly changed stuff, but the heart is still there, you know? And I just need to know if I'm gonna cry tears of happiness or tears of absolute sadness and disappointment, which I probably not the disappointment. I don't think that it could really disappoint me. Like how much could they really change other than completely changing the whole show and then still calling it happily ever after, even though it is literally not happily ever after, but it's fine. All right, two things to take away. I like the fact that you've already resigned yourself that you're going to cry one way or another when <laughs> well, it comes yeah. <laughs> to happily ever after. Um, uh, and two, how about this? Since you've already asked the uh, listeners, how about we make it this week's question of the week? What should Steffers do when it comes to this? And how do you treat new attractions slash experiences when it comes to the parks? Do you watch ride-throughs? Do you watch recordings? Or do you want to go in unspoiled? Do you want to go oh. in mm -hmm. with like no 
idea what's going to happen. Get at us on the social at Does Does Disney, at its steppers, at it, at, at almost said at its Landos. No, it's just <laughs> Landos, uh, at Justin underscore monorail. Uh, but we'll plug yeah, that. Yeah, usually I, usually I wait. Like Hagrid's didn't spoil it for myself. Mickey's Runaway Railway, I don't think I spoiled that for myself either. I think the only thing that I saw was the queue before that opened. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Rise of the Resistance did not look at any spoilers. The only thing that I saw was the room of the stormtroopers because every everybody saw there, that. Yeah, yeah that everybody was, saw that. Yeah, that was um, part of the marketing. Disney's like, can you believe we pulled this one off? Typically, I like to go in surprised. However, when it's something near and dear to my heart, like Fantasmic, like how I just, I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. So let me know. Let, let us know. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll be here. Get at us on the social. Get oh yeah, and Epcot Forever is uh, April. Uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said <laughs> that already. Nine, nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah. be there, but we'll stay in Epcot because they uh, announced the Garden Rock 2023 Garden Rocks Dining Package prices. Garden Rocks? Why does that not sound? Is that is that what is that? It's it's it, it's a. Uh... Is that eat to the beat, but not eat to the beat? It's 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 eat to the beat, but of the uh, flower and garden variety. Oh, I've literally never heard of Garden Rocks, and I kind of feel ashamed. I didn't realize that they had a term for it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Disney World has released details regarding the dining packages that guests can op uh, optionally purchase to reserve seating and enjoy a meal. Uh, la 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 la. Uh, the package includes a meal at participating restaurants. Spice Road Table includes two small plates, a shared dessert platter, and a non-alcoholic beverage. All other participating restaurants includes an appetizer, entree, and dessert, or one full buffet slash family-style meal where applicable. So I'm assuming like a garden grill kind of vibe, as well as a non-alcoholic beverage. And then one guaranteed seat per person to one Garden Rocks concert on the same day. And... Uh, the prices. Oh, here's the list of restaurants. I literally could have just scrolled down. So, Akersh, <laughs> I literally cannot pronounce this restaurant ever. It's in the Royal, Norway Pavilion. Royal Banquet Hall. I think it's Akershoot. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> adults are $74. Children are $48. Beer Garden is cheaper at $60 per adult and then $34 per children. I highly recommend Beer Garden. I've said that many times on this pod. It uh, does Coral smell Reef. like farts, though. Coral Reef Restaurant, $69. I'm not I, wrong. How is Beer Garden cheaper than Coral? Anyway, Coral Reef Restaurant, $69 Whoa, hold, per yeah, adult. Yeah, hold on, hold on. And how, $27 per child. That doesn't make any sense to how me. Are, how are they getting away with charging almost $70 for Coral Reef, but Beer Garden is $60? 60, yeah, usually Beer Garden is on the higher end, so this yeah, is surprising to me. That doesn't make any sense. Garden Grill is also more expensive at $66 per adult and $43 Shoe per uh, La Cellier is $95 per adult. Sheesh! Dang. And $36 for kids. Uh, Regal Eagle Smokehouse, $35 per adult, $20 per kid. Rosen Crown, $59 per adult, $25 per kid. And then Spice Road is $47 per adult and $20 per kid. I will say, if you like barbecue, the Regal Eagle to, soli to solidify a seat for the concert, I feel like that's like the best deal you could really get. I was I was gonna say like if, if I know uh, it's hit or miss for some people, but 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 I mean th it, it is thirty five dollars ahead, and and we'll, we're we're gonna go through some of the artists that are appearing at uh, the Garden Rocks concert series here in a second. But thirty five dollars ahead, you you get 
you get two small plates, a dessert, non-alcoholic beverage, and more importantly, a guaranteed seat for like, say for example, you're a big Smash Mouth fan. You really love that one song they did on the Shrek soundtrack. Uh, Smash Mouth is going to be there March 12th and 13th. $35. Uh, hey, now, you're an all-star. Stefford, stop. We, 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 we don't oh, have the rights for that one. Fine. Yeah, uh, uh, but uh, $35 a head. I mean, that's not terrible. It's not terrible. Um, but oh, um, I'm I'm still kind of blown away that they think Coral Reef can uh, can command sixty. That's what I'm saying. This doesn't. This does not make sense. You're you're sleeping with the fishes. That's a little dark. I was gonna say eating I'm gonna with, sleep the with the fishes. Um, but you can book online beginning February 9th to secure your spot for this limited experience. Um, make sure that you are looking for the Garden Rocks dinner package. I do not understand the mentality between these prices. However, okay, let's okay. Um, also, the lineup. Did you did you say all of these? No, no, We're gonna, uh, not, all, right. not all of them. Uh, 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 Garden Rocks kicks off uh, March 3rd and 4th uh, with the former uh, lead so vocalist of, of Journey, uh, Steve uh, Augury. And I was going to say, there, there are a ton of them, so we're not going to go through all of them. Uh, but it ends on Highlight. Uh, July 2nd and 3rd So uh, with Wang Chung. So if everybody wants to Wang Chung right before America's birthday, you have that opportunity. But going through the lineup... Um, uh, I want to highlight uh, May 12th through the 15th, the orchestra starring former members of uh, ELO. I think that would be a very fun show. That's that's what you're going to highlight. Like literally they have Blue Oyster Cult and Switchfoot and you're going to do the orchestra with members of ELO. Absolutely. I, I don't I, even I'm, know what that is. If I'm being honest with you, I'm just I'm sorry. Rick Springfield orchestra. I don't, on, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Anyway, y'all should have, check have, out. Have you seen Guardians list. of the Galaxy Volume 2? Yeah. Mr. Mr. Blue Sky? Oh, it's like my yeah. happy song. Oh, I uh -huh. feel poopy for not. All right, that's disrespectful. I actually have that on my Spotify, but clearly I You just... need to check out ELO. <laughs> Highly recommend some ELO, but uh, um, Steffers did mention Blue Oyster Cult on March classic. 19th and 20th. That, that'll that be a pretty pretty yeah. awesome show. And Plain White Tees are always there, I think. Simple Plan is coming back. I don't know, y'all. There's a whole long list. I'm very impressed by this list and how long these concerts are going for. So go check it out on... Uh, blog mickey or you know disney parks blog or wherever they post that officially and uh let us know if you're going to see any of these beautiful people Ooh, the pointer sisters march 26th and 27th i'm seeing oh, oh wait never that's 26 never mind cool and the gang is going to be there april 30th and cool the May gang 1st. is always there i think i think if you're a I fan of the eagles don uh felder is going to be there april 9th and 10th um, uh, if, uh, if, if, if you like, uh, CM Punk's theme song and you just want to, uh, scream along to cult personality, Living Color is going to be there June 30th and July 1st, which by the way, Living Color's very good band anyway, outside of, uh, cult of personality. But, uh, yeah, that, that should be fun. Uh, beginning March 9th, guests can secure their spots for these <clears throat> rocking performances, uh, with the garden rock, you like rock a dining packages. Uh, you can find out more by visiting freshepcot.com. And um, 
February 9th, that is this Thursday. So if this is something you and your party would be interested in, you can head over to freshepcot.com and check out the full rundown of all of these bands. Ooh, the Fresh. Commodores are going to be there uh, June 11th through the 12th. Me, and, and, the me 12th. and Landon, we're not going to run through the whole list of concerts. But yeah, we got all these bands coming to Epcot. If you're a fan of one of these bands, that you got to be pumped. Much like I'm pumped to talk Pump about the this next story. Um, Disney's Hollywood Studios has rolled out a number of new character meet and greet opportunities. Um, now, we're gonna start with one that is pretty incredible, but not one, the reason that I'm super excited about. This incredible meet and greet opportunity, particularly Mr. and Mrs. Incredible, taking place at Echo Late, starting at 9.30 a.m., running all the way through 5 p.m. and it looks like they're, you know, 9.30 a.m., 10, 10.30. So in 30 minute increments, you can go meet Mr. and Mrs. Incredible. Um, uh, the new Frozone and Edna Mode sightings on the lawn near Keystone Clothers and Dockside Diner does not have a formal meet and greet time, but you can typically find them rotating again uh, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, but the reason that I am pumped about this story, Goofy and Max are doing a character meet and greet. And at least through Valentine's Day, according to one Justin Monroe, and I swear to sweet baby Jesus, they better be doing this when I'm down in Hollywood studios or there's gonna be a big crying landed baby. Max is dressed up as Powerline, y'all. Landon can finally get his Powerline meet and greet. Again, Max and Goofy on Grand Avenue starting at 9.15 a.m. running all the way through 4.45 p.m. again in 30-minute increments. Now, much like everything that happens in the parks and, quite frankly, all of the Walt Disney World property, uh, recommend checking the My Disney Experience app on the day of your visit to get the latest times and info. But um, I'm going to be honest, even if Max isn't in his power line, get up. Okay, well, I was going to say I'll be fine. Um, I'm, I'm going to be disappointed if I can't get my Powerline Max meet and greet. But being able to meet Max from a goofy movie slash goof troop, that's going to be a massive win for me anyway. So this is now something that is definitely, definitely on my to-do list when I am down in Hollywood Studios later this month. Um, I... I just love the fact that Disney is doing more with a goofy movie slash goof troop property. And I mean, we're coming up on an anniversary for this movie. I would love to see a re-release. I would love to see some more movies, a, a, a new animated show. Disney just like two thumbs up from the Dawes on the goofy and Max meet and greet now taking place in Hollywood studios. Oh, Steffers, I'm so excited. Yeah, um, I hope, I, I wish you the best, and I don't want to poop on your parade, but... Oh, staffers, don't. Okay, I, I wish you luck with your max meet and greet. Do you It'll realize, be fine. It'll be great. Do you realize how disappointed I'm going to be if, 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 if this <laughs> I do, does that's not happen I'm for like, me? Like, I don't want you to get your hopes up. Like, like, I'm not going to say it's, it's going to ruin my trip. 
because that's that's that, that that's, that's a little dramatic you're gonna be with the smoking hot girlfriend nothing can ruin your shit and 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 it's a trip down to disney that's gonna be preceded by a trip to universal so it's i'm gonna have a great time regardless but oh uh it'll be all right it'll be okay max's power fine. line and goofy and his vacation Lit- get up. it'll be okay you will see your beloved it'll be fine you'll be fine he's dressed up as power line Anyway, stay, staying in the studios. Frozen sing-along reopens from refurbishment with refreshed seats and new carpet. Finally drops physical distancing. Still haven't seen this show. Still don't know what it's about. It's a fun sing-along, and I'm going to be completely honest. I forgot this went down for refurbishment <laughs> after we talked about it forever. We did, though. Completely forgot that it closed. Yep. <laughs> well, y'all... <laughs> you can now see the the new change. There's been no changes to the show storyline, but the choreography has finally returned to pre-COVID norms, and uh, you can see the new carpet uh, now at Hollywood Studios. So there's and, that. And and like Steffers said, uh, they have removed the uh, physical distancing uh there's uh there's no longer the seats with the you know don't sit here for your safety signs so everybody can cram in there well let's be honest does this show (laughs) ever get that full where uh there aren't going to be seats in between parties um the one time that i went to go see it it was a pretty packed house so and and Mm -hmm. since it since it was down for a period of time maybe during the initial reopening window it'll be more crowded and possibly everybody everybody loves frozen i mean from 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 the littlest of the littles to uh to to the manliest of men because real men love frozen true true this this is a fun show i i would i would recommend if you and your party have uh have some uh time where 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 y'all want to catch some ac or you know sit down and uh let the let the dogs uh stop barking and get off your feet for a little bit and, and 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 y'all dig Frozen? I would I would uh, recommend the Frozen sing along. It's a it's a fun do show. Fun. Yeah, they have that song. They they do. Yeah, they have other. But do songs. they have Do they have the songs from two though? That I. Love isn't open. I I don't know. I'm trying to remember if I saw it before or after Frozen Two came out. Um. So can someone confirm if they have the 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 second movie Frozen Two? Because songs in there? because the show is two storytellers, kind of telling retelling the story? the story of Frozen, the first one. So uh, then it probably doesn't have the. Yeah, it probably doesn't have music from two. Uh. But but at the same time, show yourself was such a was such a big hit. I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, if they did bring elements of two into uh, the show though let's be honest frozen one is much better than frozen two anyway moving on to the magic kingdom yeah this is kind of an update that uh me and jay were talking about last week uh speaking of things that we hadn't noticed were going on uh, apparently uh sunny eclipse uh had gone missing and we just assumed it was because you know uh it was for the uh, mickey's very merry christmas party because they did uh, something called a uh, club tinsel where uh, Sunny Eclipse uh, generally plays at the Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. Um, but in a strange turn of events, uh, Sunny Eclipse is gone and Club Tinsel is back. 
So uh, this does not make uh, much sense. Uh, Blog Mickey again uh, noted that while they were walking around uh, the Magic Kingdom, they decided to just peek their head in to check in on the refurbishments, see if Sunny Eclipse had returned. But instead they found that Club Tinsel was set up again, reinstalled after being taken down earlier in the month. Uh, But we don't know what this means in the short term or in the long term, but in the short term, um, we, we, we joked last week that it's a uh, um, uh, all points bulletin. It is now a bolo. Be on the lookout for sunny eclipse because uh, sunny eclipse is gone, y'all. And uh, it's, it's, it, it, it's kind of weird. I'm not saying sunny eclipse is gone for good, but at the same time, it is weird that Disney is backtracked for Club Tinsel. Uh, they still do have the awning uh, for the Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe uh, above where Sunny, I guess, now used to play. But it is weird. I, again, I don't think Sunny is gone for good because I think Jay nailed it perfectly. If Sunny Eclipse was gone, there would be merchandise saying, you know, uh, the farewell tour for Sunny Eclipse because Disney would merchandise and cash in like thieves on this opportunity. But uh, I am kind of confused on this move from Disney, but we'll keep you updated on the latest if we uh, do find Sunny Eclipse. Hashtag save Sunny Eclipse. (laughs) Yes, hashtag save Sunny Eclipse. But uh, that is all the Disney news that I have to report. So at this point, I would like to reach across the universal to my friend Steffers because earlier in the episode, Steffers, in this week in Disney history, we were talking about how Disney launched their celebration of Mardi Gras, something that Disney doesn't necessarily do anymore. But there is one park in Orlando that not only celebrates, they kind of revel in some Mardi Gras celebration, and that would be Universal Studios. And me and the Smoking Hot Girlfriend will be down in Orlando to do something for the very first time that we talked about earlier, and that is to celebrate Mardi Gras at Universal. Uh, Universal did kick off their Mardi Gras celebration, and you being our Universal expert, I want to pick your brain. A, tell us what the Universal Mardi Gras celebration entails, and B, any tips, tricks, and advice you would give to not only novice Mardi Gras uh, partiers like me and the Smoking Hot Girlfriend, but to just the general park goer as well. Well, number one, a fun thing that's happening this year for Universal Mardi Gras is actually that uh, some of the booths are at Islands this year. So you can actually get some uh, food and spirits at Islands of Adventure this year. It looks like they have the jambalaya shrimp gumbo, a few drinks, category five punch, which I like, king cake beignets. You can find those. It looks like... By Seuss Landing. That's where it looks like because I can see the trolley, uh, what's going to call it, track on the uh, in the background of the picture. Um, so that's something exciting. A big recommendation that I did last year that I think might be worth it for you and the Smoking Hot Girlfriend. Um, they have this thing called a food and beverage card. And essentially, you pay $65 for a $75 card um i also think they have like a hundred and twenty dollar option that's like a hundred and fifty dollars in value something to that effect don't quote me on that second one um but there's no limit 
on the quantity for purchase and there's no expiration date. And I just think that that's a nice little little thing. Um, Last year I went, I spent money, and then I gave the rest of the card to Theme Park Rob so that he could use it for the rest of the Mardi Gras season. Um, And it just is good. I highly recommend the Ube... Did they bring back the ice cream? Is it the ice cream with the waffle? Whatever the ube thing is, highly recommend checking that out. There are a lot of different food options um, for you to try. Also, Toothsome has a... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. Did you just say free to try? I don't know what I said. There are a lot lot of (laughs) things to try. I don't know what I said in my head. I didn't say free, but maybe I did. There are a lot of things to try. Let's try that again. Okay, all right. Um, I do recommend getting the card. I I do recommend getting the food and beverage card. I just think, like, especially if you want to try a bunch of stuff, it'll just be more bang for your buck. Well, and and, and talking on the card, you said there's no expiration date. So in in the instance of me and the Smoke Cannot Girlfriend, we're down for two to three days. So we could purchase that on the first day of our trip and still use it on our third day in the parks. Correct. Assuming we still have anything left. Correct. Um, and, and, and you said it's a food and beverage card. I would assume it's only good for food and beverage. I couldn't like you walk can't in buy there. merch with it. Okay, no. all right. Okay, correct. Um, so there is a list of the stuff that's available at Islands of Adventure. It's a it's limited. It's not going to be like the whole shebang that you would get from studios. But there are things. Uh, CityWalk also has. Uh, a very limited menu it looks like there's more beverages and then also the, some of the hotels have offerings they also have mm. if you recall the oh, dead coconuts club is that what they called it during halloween horror nights yeah, yeah the coconut the- club they have a cursed coconut club now um which also has specialty cocktails beers all that good stuff at city walk so if assuming that was- it's not rented out for a private party I don't, I'm, yes, but also I <laughs> wouldn't stress out about that way too much. Um, but they do, I mean, these look kind of uh, cursed, so very on brand, very cool. Uh, I recommend checking that out. Um, they, I haven't heard anything about the food. I mean, t- typically I've had no issues. I, I always love the food at Universal, so I can't complain. But the highlight for me is they moved the tribute store and they have reopened it now and it is a mardi gras theme and it looks very nice Mm. um it's in a different location so it's where um it is not next to the mummy anymore it is where the prop shop was and like the ap like that strip okay so in case you know y'all go that way i would just walk around because honestly you should walk around the whole park because there's booths everywhere but um it's very nice very clean looking honestly like ooh, and there are three rooms no there's four rooms the fourth room has treats and these treats are typically s'mores it looks like but maybe macarons i don't know my marsh chocolate dip marshmallow i have no idea <laughs> but they look good they look colorful go go eat things they also similar to um 
like Eat to the Beat and the Garden Rocks uh, Universal for Mardi Gras also does concerts at Universal Studios. I will say if you are a uh, like the bottom bottom one or two tiers of the annual pass, you are typically black uh, blocked out from the concerts. So just something to keep in mind. Um, but they have Patti LaBelle. Um, I think you pronounce his name Jake. I have no idea. JVKE, Goo Goo Dolls, Marin Morris, Willow, Three Doors Down, Sean Paul, and Lauren Daigle um, this year. So that's from February 4th to March 5th on select nights. And uh, the concerts are pr- a pretty good time. I remember when I was a youth, I saw Daughtry there. Um, I mean, I've seen other people since, but... You know, the first one that I can remember is Daughtry, and I uh, highly recommend checking out the concert experience. Very cool. So, Ooh, um, and there's a parade. Yes, I wanted to ask you about the parade because uh, you get to I, help people with beads. It's pretty lit. So, so is uh, is taking your top off when you get beads? Is absolutely, that encouraged? Absolutely not. I don't recommend no? it. Okay. Um, I I think you'll scar the the children um and and you might get banned like i, oh, I don't okay. want to say for sure but like it's it's very likely okay um, well, well you hear that smoking hot girlfriend you can't take your top off i i mean you can just probably in the safety of your room <laughs> and not uh in front he of is the gonna children. kill me for that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um you can sign up to uh be on a float to throw beads I believe it, there's like a dining package now, and you can sign up if you're an annual pass holder. Yeah, they, uh, you've it since I've uh, been. You can on both accounts. Ride uh, and I, dine. I I will say I tried to sign us up. Uh, us being me and the smoking hot girlfriend to mm-hmm. be on a float. Um, if that window is still open, I would be surprised. Or I'm on such a low rung of the AP, they laughed at me when I tried to uh, sign up because uh, they told me that the dates that I was looking at were uh, no longer available. But if you are an AP to UO, uh, go check that out uh, because I think that would be a fun experience. But I am looking forward to the Mardi Gras parade, um, even though I do have to wear my shirt now. Yes. The, so there is a Mardi Gras float ride and dine experience. It starts at $84.99 plus tax per guest. Um, for Universal Studios, it includes Finnegan's or Lombard's and then CityWalk, Cal Fisher, NBC Sports uh, Grill and Bar. You enjoy a three-course meal selecting from the full menu at one of the four participating restaurants that I just said. And then you get a reserved spot on a parade float and toss beads to the crowd which is pretty exciting. And then annual pass holders. I think Justin Monorail is actually uh, signed yeah. up for the- Oh, uh, it is at capacity for, for yeah. annual pass holders. Yeah, for, so. for APs, it is at capacity. But I think uh, Justin Monorail was considering or already did pull the trigger on the dining option for, uh, for the reserving a spot on the float. So I'll that, be interested uh, if he did do that, we can get his report uh, on a future episode of Does Does Disney. Or I guess yeah, his show too, like the Passholder Lounge Live. The 15th of February, the 1st and 2nd of March, uh, and then March is pretty open for the dining, uh, ride and dine, or at least cowfish, because I just select, selected a random uh, restaurant. Yeah, of, 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 of the four you named, I think I'd go cowfish. Cowfish. NBC Sports Bar and Girl was really good, but... Um, it is. It, it's surprisingly good for, for what you would consider a, a sports bar and grill. Correct. 
Um, so yeah, highly recommend checking that out. Um, Mardi Gras is one of those uh, seasonal things at Universal that is near and dear to my heart. So if you do happen to go there and go to the concert or just take part in any of the Mardi Gras activities, uh, feel free to uh, send me some photos because it makes my heart go beat, beat, thump, thump. <laughs> Well, and I didn't realize that this was something that was mostly contained to the studios themselves. But you're yes. saying this year it's it's it, it, it extended, in, in but the like islands. not much. Yeah, okay. they. Right. I think um, it just gives people an opportunity to kind of dip their toes in. Like that, that literally. I think the only I saw like two food things at Islands, and then the rest was um, beverages. But yeah, it just gives you know spreads the wealth a little bit. But it's mainly usually those kind of things are studios focused for sure. Well, and and I didn't realize that uh, Universal they went so hard on Mardi Gras. I think that's uh, I, I think that's awesome. Didn't paint. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a good time. It's definitely not as overwhelming as I assume like real Mardi Gras is, but it's still pretty lively <laughs> because people really get into like the bead tossing and the parade floats, and and it's just a really fun time for sure. Like for a theme park, I think they do a really decent job at. Not overwhelming me and uh, my senses, but also giving me a good time. <laughs> well, that uh, that uh, that was something that uh, me and the smoking hot girlfriend we didn't realize when we booked our trip was going to be taking place while we were down there. But we're we were super pumped to find out that that's going to be going on while we're down there, and we're super pumped to partake in the parade, the food, the drinks, and just the experience. I'm I'm looking forward to checking out the tribute shop and uh, staffers. If you want anything, I might know a guy who can hook you up. I do want stuff. Okay. All right. All right. We can. I do want things, but uh, we'll go. I'll actually. So I have a list of. The oh menus. God! There's a list. Well, the menu. No, no, no. List of the menus for you guys to try the food. Oh, I'm okay. Email all right. It I'll... to you, so that you can peruse the full list of what's available during Mardi Gras at Universal. It'll. It has both Universal and uh, I like the whole Universal Islands and City Walk. So. They got like red beans and rice, right? Probably. Good, cause, cause, cause I could, I could eat my body weight in red beans and rice. Um, I mean, like I would maybe I, don't do that. Yeah, that would like, that, that probably wouldn't be good for me, and I'd probably like fart for seven years after eating you're my probably body weight. Gonna red beans fart and rice. anyway, but I mean that's true, but not for seven years. Like, like, like I'm talking like nonstop. It would just did just you be, know be like one consecutive fart no. for seven years. We really just can't go a show without talking about <laughs> boop or farting. I swear to jeez. We have a brand to, to represent Stafford. Um. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if they have red beans. What? They might not. Don't yell at me. I don't know. I'm anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to yell, Steffers. That was your universal moment with Steffers. Yay. Ube ice cream sesame bubble waffle cone. You should get that and then ship it to me, please. Thank you. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll like put it in an envelope and, and, Thank you. and, and, mm -hmm. and we'll see padded. what shape it, Just, shape it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a padded envelope. Pad, yeah. The padding will definitely work. help. It'll help. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> All right, well, uh, we've reached across the Universal. I have uh, reported on all the Disney news that I have. So at this point, uh, we've already thrown out what this upcoming question of the week is going to be. Uh, do you go into new attractions and experiences blind, or do you watch ride-throughs? Uh, 
get at us on the social, let us know for next week's episode. But the previous question of the week, if you found yourself in the situation that Disney found itself in last week when the monorails went down for a couple of days, what form of Disney transportation would you take and why? Now, Steffers, you weren't here last week. Would you like to weigh in on uh, on that question? Uh, I probably the Skyliner, but the Skyliner doesn't go to all the parks. So then I'm like, all right, well, what do I do at that point? Um, if it didn't matter and like in theory, they all went to each park, I would do Skyliner. If not, I mean, I would really only have, I, I probably would Uber at that point. But okay, all know. right. <laughs> so, like if I'm being honest, bus is not my fave thing. Um, it's really the, those weren't the options. You did not put Uber on this um, because because it's technically not a Disney. That's uh, yeah yeah yeah. Um, no, no, me and Jay, it's like well, I guess technically the minivan is Disney provided, but then is it? And then I I'm think like, I'm Skyliner tired. boat then bus will be the order in which I do in things. that order. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about okay. you, Landon? Um, I'm going boat because because I can get to the Magic Kingdom. Though uh, we have an answer that points out that uh, time-wise that can be a nightmare. But uh, the reason that I'm going boat is uh, you can get to Hollywood Studios and Epcot by boat. And if you're staying at one particular, staying at a couple resorts, it's almost like a cheat code getting to those resorts via boat. So that's awesome. And plus, I mean, like you get to ride a boat. So that's cool. And I haven't done the Skyliner. Uh, not because I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of heights. The opportunities never come up because like you say, it doesn't go to all the resorts and I've never had the opportunity to pop on. In my head, I thought, I thought you did it your last trip, but that's fine. I think Um, think maybe I said I was going to. Oh, and then you didn't because you're hashtag fake. That's fine. Wow. That's fine. I'm going to read Chris. Crispy's theme park adventures answer. Um, I'll go with boat. Not only do you get great views, but the only park you can't take a boat to is animal kingdom. Skyliner is great, but only goes between two parks. Not to mention it can be scary when they stop over the road or water. Is this my final destination moment? The answer is yes. (laughs) Staffers. No, no. Once again, words hurt crispy. This is not your final destination. It it is. It is. Don't listen to Staffers. Uh, well, well, no. Listen to Steffers, but but not mm, in that no. one, yeah. one instance. Um, uh, Michael gets at us. Uh, it depends on where I'm going. I use all of them. Reservations here, there, everywhere. But if we're uh, but if we're just out exploring, the Skyliner is where it's at for me. Fast and smooth, says Michael. Same, Ryan. Michael. I'm sorry, I meant to say Michael Ryan because <laughs> I like. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> comma michael <laughs> that's really what i meant and then i just it didn't i said michael in my brain and it just didn't uh correlate uh daddy-o uh is uh saying boat that yep. is it's a gif response but uh boat first of all is it's the pronounced answer. gif listen it depends on the time of no day. no it doesn't the, if, it, if it depends Bob's on the time, answer, it, just, it, it, just... It, it depends on if you want to be right time it's it's are are you right o'clock steffers it's gif but uh, Skipper Bob's answer weighs in. Uh, love the Skyliners and think they should expand everywhere, regardless of the sight lines. 
Remember when I said the boats and then in the time, this is what I was talking about. Once at Magic Kingdom, the monorail and the ferry were jam-packed. I turned right and took an empty bus that lacked magic, but made up for it in speed. Once clocked 90 minutes from car to Magic Kingdom entrance gate. And I mean, I've, I've been there with you, Bob. I mean, I didn't put it on, on a stopwatch, but there have been times where it's like, I get out of my ride share, my Lyft, my Uber, and I get on the ferry and it's like, I feel like I've been waiting forever to get to the Magic Kingdom from the time I step out of my Lyft to the time I swipe my Magic Band or whatever to get through the mag or in, into the Magic Kingdom from the ferry or even on the monorail. I mean, like mo on, on some days, the monorail lines are just prohibitively awful. That said, I mean, I, I, I do love me a monorail. We also have some more answers. Uh, Michael weighs in. If I had to say uh, what the alternative transportation, if the monorail is down, the boats are always a win for sure. If only the swan boats were an option, that would be heaven. Uh, yes, I know swans were only at the Magic Kingdom, but that would be sweet. It would be sweet. How sweet it is to be loved by you. And then uh, Donna. We love Donna on this show. Donna! Donna says she loves the Skyliner. And she says a great show too. Thank you, Donna, for weighing in there. I love and then Donna. Donna's the best. I mean, sure. I mean, all, all of our listeners are the best, but I mean, Donna's. We love Donna. Ba -ba -da -ba 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 -ba. <laughs> Don't ask me why I do this to myself. And then uh, heading over to the Instagram or the gram is the kids say. In. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, I'm doing better, Steffers. I'm I'm remembering that I have an Instagram. I forgot you had an Instagram, so I'm glad someone remembered. Ah, in your face. Uh, Cassie Joe weighs in Skyliners because there's usually no wait. Usually no wait. And honestly, it's like going back to what Skipper Bob was saying. I mean, sometimes the wait to get on these Disney transportations uh, can be kind of a monster. So, so I get that. And then uh, finally... Uh, Figments in Time says Skyliners all the way. Uh, it's the best form of transportation for one reason, steady supply. Short of weather trouble, which did uh, wreak havoc on our reservations a few trips ago, there is a never-ending stream of vehicles. Buses, boats, even monorails, they have a limited supply and logistics. There is a fixed capacity of Skyliner, but that capacity is a very is very high compared to the other forms of transportation. Great answer from Figments in Time, and uh, I appreciate everybody weighing in on the social media, whether that was on Twitter, whether that was on Instagram, or um, other ways, I guess. Steffers, what what are the other ways people can weigh in? I don't know. DMs, text messages. Oh yeah, people do calls. DM me. Yeah, that's right. D don't call me. Don't call me. Like 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 nobody call me, even if we're friends. Don't call me. Text. Um, yeah, kind of agree. <laughs> like, 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 if you're calling me, like, like, I know something bad has happened. True. And confirm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steffers can confirm while we were recording this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. Well, thank you all, and I'm excited to hear what you think about uh, this week's question. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm. I'm very curious about that because I do understand. Wanting to know what you're missing out on in theory, but at the same time, that experience when you go through an attraction or you see a show fresh and and and, and you and you get to experience it. 
without any expectations and you get to make those expectations for yourself. <clears throat> so cool. True. So cool. All right. Uh, Steffers. Yes. That feels like an episode, but before we hit the door, why don't you uh, let the lovely listeners know where they can get at you on the social? Oh yes. At me, Steffers, um, adventures with Steffers on TikTok and Instagram at it's Steffers on Twitter. Um, adventures with Steffers podcast on, uh, most things on the internet. Um, do I do anything else anymore? Goodreads, if you are a reader, holla at me and I will send you my Goodreads link so you could follow me and my book adventures. Um, yeah, that's all. I think that's all I got. I don't, you got. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I just, what do I do? I don't know, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't apologize. Because I'll be honest, I ask myself, what do I do on pretty much a regular How do basis? I anyway sorry i'm actually thinking about uh doing doing the twitch thing myself i'm uh uh considering doing a uh in uh the one thing i've yet to do in mass effect a game that i've uh pretty much done everything an insanity run uh mass effect one through three and i'm thinking about twitching it so i might have to uh pick your brain staffers and and uh, figure out how to uh, do that. I should probably get back to that too. I still haven't gone back to it. It's fine. We'll get there. I don't know. Don't pressure yourself is the moral of the story. But also, I'll I'll be I'll be back essentially. Eventually. Yeah, yeah, she will. She'll be back. Yeah. yeah. Just you wait. I get to go see Hamilton this week. Hamilton's coming to Knoxville, and I got tickets, y'all. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, I know. Hamilton's so good. I saw it in Nashville. And- uh, next week, we're still, is next week still a thing or are we? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, y- yes. I'm glad you brought that up because next Monday we will have a regularly scheduled episode. Then the week after that, we're taking the week off because, uh, you know, that trip that I've been talking about, me and the smoking mm-hmm. on girlfriend Just taking? Just for the past hour or so. Yes. Exactly. I will be currently on said trip that I've been talking about for the last hour. So uh, I apologize that uh, you will not have a podcast dropping at 5 a.m. on a Monday morning, but I think I deserve a vacation. And I mean, plus- Only sometimes. Yeah, only sometimes if I'm good. And as much as I talk about Disney, I figure I should go, you know, experience Disney. So, you know, somebody can't call me hashtag fake on my own podcast. Hashtag fake. L A E O Z. Ah, uh, I don't think I can uh, top that, but uh, yeah, that's where you can follow me. 280 characters at a time on Twitter. Uh, I also run a website, buttmunchchips.com. <laughs> Sit on your butt and sniffle. Munch. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a whole lot of that going around. <laughs> Everybody be healthy. Take your allergy medicine. Still wash your damn hands. Um, uh, um, uh, believe in science vaccines work uh that shouldn't be a political statement but it is unfortunately um uh, i also appear on the phil show news talk 98.7 woki a uh, radio station locally here in knoxville tennessee streaming 6 to 10 a.m eastern standard time at newstalk987.com also available in the iHeartRadio app and the news talk 987 app as well um uh steffers any final thoughts before we hit the door um no I I need more day quill. <laughs> That's well, all I got for you. Go hit the day quill, like I told you before we started recording. If it's day, take the day quill. If it's night, take the night quill. But if you want a really good time, take that tussin so you can be tripping on the tussin. That 
Words of wisdom, ladies and gentlemen. The, maybe don't listen to Landon, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> don't listen to Landon. Uh, thank a cast member. Thank a team member. Disney and Universal of take care of your cast members and team members. More importantly, pay them a living wage because without them, none of what you have going on, none of it happens. We love coming down to your parks. Hell, some of us even tolerate spending all of our money at your parks. But if you don't have your cast members, if you don't have your team members, your magic, the experiences that you sell, they fall Hashtag apart. Hashtag fake. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, be decent to each other. You don't know what everybody else has going on in their lives. Um, you don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture can go in somebody's life. And plus, it costs you nothing to be nice. So why not be nice? And uh, be decent to yourself, too. Uh, take care of yourself, not only physically, but mentally, too. Your mental health, just as important. Heck, sometimes even more so than your physical health. And uh, breathe. Have a little bit of fun. If you can do both of those things, that would mean the world to me. So for my friend, Steffers. Had fun hanging out with you today, Steffers. It was fun. Always a fun time. And uh, for my absent friend, Justin. We miss you, Justin. Yeah, feel better, buddy. Uh, my name is Landon Doan. We thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Daz Does Disney. Y'all, y'all have been great. We have been Daz Does Disney. Stay tuned for the secret sound, you Jedi scum. Wow, it looked like <laughs> Ah, that feels kind of appropriate. <laughs> um, cooking in my own sweat at this point, like like this is this is bad. Like, 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 like I'm I'm definitely going to die. Like, like, like this is this is how I die. So oh. Well, at least we're bringing the folks one last episode of Dawes Does <laughs> Disney. You've heard it here. First, folks, thank you for tuning in. Yes, yes. And in uh, lieu of flowers, uh, <laughs> storm something. Storm is in honor of me. The storm something. <laughs> really pull a last of us on their asses. Okie dokie, artichokey. Yeah. And it wouldn't be an episode of Daz Does Disney if I did not bring up poop. Y'all, I just I, I just want to read a book and watch anime. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm really glad that Disney uh, Disney kind of did away with that because uh, reading Sweetheart Island makes me kind of want to throw up in my mouth. You get to I, pelt people with beads. It's pretty lit. So so is uh, is taking your top off when you get beads, is Absolute, that encouraged? Absolutely. Yeah, that, would, that, that probably wouldn't be good for me. And I'd probably like fart for seven years after eating You're my probably body weight gonna fart nice. anyway but i mean that's true but not for seven years like 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 i'm talking like non-stop it would just did just you be, know be like one consecutive fart no. for seven years if it's day take the day quill if it's night take the night quill but if you want a really good time take that tussin so you can be tripping on the tussin it literally says reactions at the bottom line oh here right, no that's not it that's your your you made yourself alcohol. I don't I don't know what you just did. Yeah, I finally did it. I made myself alcohol. Yep. Now I'm in Bob's Burgers. Bobby. I'm a panda, panda, panda.
I got bras in Atlanta. And then really gross and probably TMI. And please don't use this as a sound clip. I mean, maybe whatever. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was Love of the Mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything. I've just always wanted to say that. 